with a quiet day two of free agency from the Chicago Bulls, the Bulls still had players' names in trade rumors, specifically Zach Levine as the Dime Dropper 20 page mentioned Zach Levine's name, and it sent Bulls fans in a tailspin. I'm going to tell you why. We don't have to worry about Zach Levine being traded in this offseason. We're also going to talk about and answer the question, will Io DeSumo be back on the Chicago Bulls roster and dive into the Summer League team a little bit. We're going to get into all that, plus a mailbag, right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. I'm the host here, Hayes. You guys can follow me right off the top at CEO Hayes. You can more importantly follow the channel at Bulls Central Pod on every social media platform that we are on. But let's go ahead and get into the content for today. So many people have been watching this Dime Dropper 20 page on Twitter that kind of goes away and comes back, drops a rumor, Goes away again, comes back. Um, you know, they try to take his page down, things like this. And he's been spot on with a lot of deals. Now, as with a lot of people that start getting hyped for leaking deals, it starts just becoming kind of just a bunch of things, right? Now, he did mention just one tweet, Zach Levine yesterday, which sent a lot of Bulls fans wondering, what did that mean? Was Zach Levine going to be moved? Was he going to be traded? And nothing happened. Here's the thing that I'm going to tell you. While there are going to be a lot of articles, rumors, pages, people who try to convince you that the Bulls are going to get involved for James Harden or Dame Lillard here, I'm here to debunk a lot of those rumors. Hey, with the way in moves that we've seen the Chicago Bulls team do do this season, offseason, that was moves to continue with this core, right? I personally just do not see a world in which the Bulls get money, uh, attach long-term money to Vooch, uh, Kobe, Javon Carter, right? Keep keep double downing on this if they were going to do a move of that sort. And listen, we don't want James Kimbo Wedge Harden on our team. We just don't do it, right? And as, immediately when I saw those rumors in our Discord, which you guys can definitely join, link in the description, in our Discord, we talked about it, right? We talk, I, I immediately said, listen, these are just rumors. The Bulls' names are going to be involved in a lot of things because of kind of the uncertainty around the roster. The Chicago Bulls are not trading for James Harden. I'm willing to bet on that, right? Now, that does not mean I'm not sitting there saying it's com- it's impossible because, listen, this front office, we never know if they do decide to blow it all up. Trading for James Harden sooner than last year of the contract could be a possibility there, but I'm just looking and reading the tea leaves and the moves. I highly doubt anything like that's coming. Now, as far as the, the Dame Lillard part of it, I really do wish the Bulls could be get involved in the Dame Lillard trade, but guess what? That, as well as everything else, is probably not happening. Now, Again, like I've always kind of told you guys with this uh, channel and with this page is that I I want to be realistic here, right? I also want to be fair and all that. The the, the fact of the matter is, is that where the Bulls sit right now with their assets and everything, I'm not, I've even said what, a couple of weeks ago, I would not be surprised at all if Zach Levine does not finish his contract out with the Chicago Bulls. But I don't think now is that time. I think that this, this front office is going to continually try and try and try and 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 maybe wait to their next real big go of having free agent capital, which could be in 2025, could be a little bit next season as well, depending on what they do with Lonzo Ball's contract, thing like that. But I think with what we've seen in the NBA this year, a lot of players taking two, three-year deals that are really one-year deals because they have a player option after that first year where the players can get out of it. I think the Bulls could be players in that next offseason with a little bit of cap space they have, try to maintain that cap space a little bit, and then make maybe a big move in 2025 unless they get a guy like DeJounte Murray, something like that next year. 
But here's what I'll say. It's not happening. The James Harden rumors, it's not happening. And I know some Bulls fans hope that because they think it's going to signal a full rebuild. It's not happening. And we'll continue to monitor and see what we do. Now, with the moves that the Bulls have made, specifically signing Javon Carter, re-signing Kobe White, there's left a lot of Bulls fans to ask, what is going on with Io DeSumo? Now, keep in mind, Io DeSumo qualifying offer of $5.5 million. So the Bulls have the right to match any offer that Io DeSumo is going to get. Here's what I'll tell you why we have not heard very much as far as any type of rumors of Io going anywhere. Io is not a top one tier or two tier free agent in this free agent class. He's just not. Now, the Bulls are going to allow Io DeSumo to go out and let the market dictate his value. But I do think that if they're waiting for that and Io and his agent are waiting to hear from other teams, it's going to be probably until the weekend, next weekend, until maybe that happens. Maybe probably around Thursday, Friday is where we may hear that where most of the, the, the tier one, tier two, even some of the tier three free agents are off the board. And so once that does happen, that's when you may start seeing some teams maybe explore, maybe have some meetings with Io, maybe even extend a qualifying offer. But I still think the more likely than not scenario is Io DeSumo is going to be back on the one-year tender, just that one-year qualifying offer with a chance and hope to bet on himself and then allow himself to get back in free agency. The biggest question is, is how is he going to get on the court? Now, I think when you look at the fact of Javon Carter, uh, much to some people's chagrin, and I'll tell you this, will be our starting point guard. You're going to have Alice Caruso, Kobe White coming off the bench. I would assume was going to have to get back to earning those minutes by being a defensive nightmare. And so, I'm, and I mean that for opposing teams. If he can do that, at least get on the court, play well, you know, we'll see what happens with that. But I'll tell you what, Io has to own it. And he has to be in this offseason working hard with the mindset. We saw him working on this three-point shot working on some of the dribbling, he has to be focused on that. There is still absolutely a world in which Io DeSumo still signs a long-term contract with the Chicago Bulls. But I'll tell you what, for that to happen, a couple of things have to happen with this team, and Io has to get back to being on the positive side of looking at his potential. Right now, a lot of players, teams, uh, and, 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 and fans, I should say as well, are really on the downturn, the down arrows on, on Io's progression. I like still the potential that Io DeSumo has, and you know I think that that's still going to pay off in the long run when he needs to get back to playing more of his style of game. But I do think that Iota Sumo, at least next season, will still be a Chicago Bull. Now, before we get into the mailbag, we have uh, Tyree Appleby will be joining the Chicago Bull Summer League roster. This is a player who averaged 18.8 points, was the ACC Player of the Year, 6.4 assists as well. But some of, the, some of the reasons why he went undrafted, six feet, maybe even barely that. Um, which is some concern. Older players as well, um, that we've seen those type of players kind of fall out of the draft stock. But I'll tell you what, it'll be fun to watch in Summer League and maybe G, uh, the G League team. Javon Freeman Liberty also still going to be on our G League team. I mean, our Summer League team once again. And I will be doing post game shows after the Summer League games, almost like regular season games. It's going to be our tune up as well. So make sure you guys stay tuned in for that. But all right, let's go ahead and get into the mailbag for today. This first one, this one's for Michael. Corn. Hey, hey, how you doing? Michael Corn here. I tuned in to your uh, broadcast yesterday at Free Agency. It was great, big fan, as always. Um, here's what I'm thinking about the Bulls. I just wanted your ideas. Um, there's something really positive about them uh, running it back. Uh, you know, I, I don't, you know, did, did I want to see them run it back with a few additions on the margin? No, it's more for like, this is not working. But the one thing I'll say um, is that the, uh, uh, you can never underestimate the power of really good chemistry. And if they're running it back and players are buying into it, uh, in spite of different problems and what they need, that good chemistry, uh, is, you know, super important, obviously. 
and uh, I'd like to see them build on it. And hopefully they uh, use the best of their money right now on uh, the additions that could really help the team. Uh, I dig the Javon Carter signing. Uh, I've only seen him really play against the Bulls. And uh, so, the uh, anyway, uh, uh, let's see what happens. Uh, next, watch, they'll probably trade to Mars. So, so much for the good chemistry, et cetera. But I'm looking forward to the next season already. And uh, Chemistry is one of the most important things in basketball. And I think Javon Carter is going to help bring that. He's a player that can fit in and can play off players almost seamlessly. And his skill set, the things that he does, defensive dog, shoot the three ball, is something that can fit in on almost any lineup. The chemistry that we have here is going to be the only thing that we can hope is going to help improve the team as well as maybe some development from the younger guys. Maybe even Dale and Terry, who we have not seen a lot, him coming in and being ready to play a role. But I do think, and I do, and I think we all see the writings on the wall. Chemistry, continuity is probably going to be the bet once again. And having Javon Carter there for a full season, whereas we had only Patrick Beverly there for 23 games, could be the difference as far as the Bulls being a playing team and maybe scratching the surface of being maybe outside the plane. Now, a lot of teams around the Eastern Conference have made improvements. The Bulls are not yet done with their offseason work, still having their, part of their mid-level exception and their biannual exception that they can use in this free agency. The remaining factor just sits there. Will they do it, right? And that's going to be the biggest question there as well. But I do think that this team is betting on chemistry, and I do think Javon Carter is going to fit in seamlessly to what we have going on as well. All right, let's get into this next voicemail. This one, this one's from Bobby. All right, this is Bobby Reed checking in again. Uh, what's good, Hayes? Um, I know I left a voicemail note about the point guard situation of the Bulls, and I'm so happy about the Javon Carter signing. Um, like I said, the Bulls suck unless they have a point guard. I know everybody didn't, didn't stand any of the point guard um, because we lost Lonzo, but like I said, my overall arcing theme is that the Chicago Bulls are not good unless they have a decent point guard play in general. But now that they got that uh, squared away, um, most fans are thinking like Patrick Beverly is out of here uh, because of his uh, contract size. But I'm really just hoping that Patrick Beverly uh, would take a lesser pay cut and stay right here at home. I think having Pat, uh, Devon, and AC all in that point guard rotation uh, will be the best defensive backcourt of our point guards in the entire league. And the only thing the Bulls have to do next is just get us some shooting. Experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code Bull Central, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code Bull Central to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.
Um, thinking about some shooters is out there. I know Kelly Oubre is out there. Really wanted them to get Max Truth again, but unfortunately he got signed up. Uh, Lonnie Walker, Austin Reed, uh, somebody like that. Dante DiVincenzo, I mean, he could shoot. Uh, he kind of fell off in the playoffs. But just, just one of those. So just what's your thoughts on them just trying to keep Patrick Beverly? Uh, Patrick Beverly, hopefully, um, taking a pay cut. I haven't seen any reports on that out, out there. Like, but what's your thoughts? All right, so you were on. Pat Bev did take the veteran minimum, but he didn't take it to play for the Chicago Bulls. He's going to the Philadelphia 76ers, if I'm not mistaken. And, you know, here's what I'll say. There was, there, when you look at Pat Bev, Javon Carter, Alex Caruso, yes, they are all defensive dogs. But Javon Carter and Pat Bev have some of the same limitations, and Javon Carter is a better three-point shooter. Once Javon Carter was signed, I, I, I was over. I, I knew that Pat Bev wasn't coming back. And it made more sense now. The fact that Pat Bev did sign for the vet minimum after saying he wanted like $12, $15 million, hey, it is what it is there. But, hey, we'll see how it works out. Now, as far as the shooters that you mentioned, the only one still left on the board now is, is Kelly Oubre. And the, how I look at it is this. Kelly Oubre is a shooting guard slash small forward, and I want to see those minutes personally go to Dalen Terry. Is Dalen Terry the proven com- commodity that Oubre uh, is? Hell no, he's not. But I think we need to start developing those younger players. And if we keep bringing in older players to play in the spot that the younger players need to develop, they never will, right? And so while Kelly Oubre could potentially be gotten and him coming to the Bulls, he'd offer a shooter off the bench that can also do some scoring and put the ball on the floor a little bit. I really want to see Daylon Terry get an opportunity at NBA minutes. And so that's why I would like that, though, though, that money possibly go there to be allocated elsewhere to some size. But we'll ultimately end up seeing what the Chicago Bulls do. We'll see. We'll see. But Kelly Oubre, especially if you can get him for what we have left remaining in assets, that's kind of a steal. Now, the one thing that we also have to factor in is that we still have three, I believe, if not four roster spots, depending on what happens with I.O., that we still need to fill with having our mid-level exception and biannual exception, part of our mid-level exception. So that may be may signify that a, a player like that's, that's probably going to get less than what he expected, but still probably get more than what the Chicago Bulls have left to offer. Let me know what you guys think on that one. Let's get into the next voicemail. This one's from the 630. Hey, what's up, Hayes? Um, I just wanted to see your thoughts on uh, if you think the Bulls should try to go after Tyrese Maxey because uh, they 76ers saying they're not planning on uh, extending him, I guess, an offer. Um, and looking at the point guards available next year, um, there's not much available besides, like, DeJounte Murray that would really help thread the needle. Um, and even the following year when Lonzo is off the books, uh, there's not as many point guards as well that I believe would be available. Um, yeah, what do you? What scenario do you think the Bulls could possibly get him in a trade? Maxi as a trade target. Here's what I'll say: I don't see AK and Eversley making a move that they have to give up future assets unless it's for a star. And Tyrese Maxi is not a star. That's also why I don't see the Bulls trading for Dejounte Murray and kind of waiting until he gets into into free agency. I just don't think that AK, with everything that's happened and how things have shaken out, is going to give up any more future first-round draft picks that would be needed. Keep in mind, you got to think the Philadelphia 76ers are going to either want another young star to replace them or future draft capital or maybe both, right? And I don't think that they're going to take like a Kobe White and a, and a first forward. I mean, maybe if, if they just think Maxie's going to leave, but ultimately, I, don't, I just don't foresee it happening. I like Tyrese Maxie as a prospect a lot, but just kind of looking at where this team is right now, I don't necessarily see it happening because I don't think AK is trying to give up assets right now. But you guys can let me know what you think down below. All right, let's get into this next one. This one's from K. What's going on, Hayes? KB here, man. 
Yo, man, I, I really love the Javon Carter signing. I think it's just what the Bulls needed, the exact type of player. He's a defensive player. He can shoot the three. He can handle the ball. I mean, all we need is for him to get the ball up the court, cut down on them turnovers, and let his boys go to work, get the ball to, in their hands. And um, Kobe got his bag, so I hope Javon Carter is able to start. Kobe should be all right with that. He got his money. And um, Butovic signing, the man can play. He can shoot the ball. He got some defense. He's good with his um, back to the basket. He's one of the top players like that. So um, I think the Bulls are not far away. Um, pretty soon, Billy ain't going to have no excuses. Let's go Bulls. Be red. Peace. A lot of people happy with the with the, with the the signing, man. I think that that's just is what it is. Um, it, 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 it is. Like, it just, it, when you boil it down, it just is what it is. That is, uh, Javon Carter is a decent signing for what the Bulls had in absence, and he's somebody that can come in and fill a much-needed role for the Chicago Bulls. That's just it. That's the story. And so I think he's going to, I think Bulls fans are going to come around on him. I think the ones that are not already sold on him and the Bulls fans are like, this is our free agent signing, this is what we're doing. I think they're going to come around once they see that dog mentality come out for him and how it's going to impact the team and the overall team defense. We'll see, I guess. All right, let's get into this last voicemail. This one's from Q. Hey, A's. To me, Q. Um, I just wanted to say something that I was thinking about. I don't know if you're going to use this one. But um, I hear, you know, I hear you. I hear Pat. I hear AK, even AK as well, talking about continuity for the team. And I completely 100% agree with all three, you know, I think that it's not, we're not just going to be able to build a super team in one off season or, or get a couple trades and have a super team. And plus anyway, with this new uh, CBA coming out, like by next year, it's, it's pretty much going to be impossible to build a super team. So I don't understand or, or a big three super team. I don't understand why people don't understand that and, and, and people don't really seem to comprehend that. So it's very, it's a very safe move to not try to rush in the offseason and try to get some trades or whatever. I mean, even though they would be great, like I'd love to see Van Vliet on the team. I'd love to see like DeJounte Murray on the team, especially since him and Zach. I think they're both from Seattle. I think they're both friends, you know, so I think they know how to play off of each other. But um, but I don't think it's wise to rush. But there's always, there's always a but. But I think that in order to have the process of continuity, you have to have a strong base or a strong foundation. You know, like the old saying goes, like, a, a house is only as strong as its foundation. So it's like, at this point, I don't think that our foundation for the roster is strong enough to uh, to continue or to have this the continuity process of building the roster and building the team. I think we need to make sure we have we have a very strong foundation before we really decide to go on the continuity uh, route. I just don't think that the base or the foundation of the team is strong enough. Um, I, just, I guess, what do you think about that? Like I said, 
I do agree with you uh, talking about how there needs Continuity is hugely important, but the core that you build that continuity around is equally important, right? You have to have the solid core in place and foundation in place to your point before you start worrying about, well, I mean, I say before you start worrying about continuity, but to see the full impacts of continuity, your core has to be balanced, right? The, 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 the core has to be that. This core was always a little bit faulty. We never really had the foundation to kind of support some of the signings that we had. The DeMar DeRozan, who operates uh, primarily as a mid-range and post player, we didn't really, like, we, that, we, to support that, we had to force Vooch to become a three-point shooter, which he is not a volume three-point shooter. So there are things that absolutely played a role in that, and that was some of them. But ultimately, I do think this. The Chicago Bulls, continuity is the right play to a degree. But we still have to make improvements around this roster. And I do think that we're going to see it, you know, come slowly but surely. Now, as far as the CBA limiting super teams, here's what I'll say. It does limit the team's ability to manufacture super teams if they're already over the luxury tax. What we're seeing with teams right now, not that any necessarily super teams are built, but a lot of teams are saying, looking at their second tax apron and saying, cool, we got it. And if they do that, right, if they if they feel like, hey, if we can build a core of big three and, yes, we, we can't trade future draft picks at that point, we can't aggregate salary, but we think we can just keep adding veteran minimum players and be solid, I mean, there, there's a chance that it could still happen, but I do think it makes it much more difficult. And we're going to see a pivot towards buying players and be, be a pivot towards the priority on drafting well and drafting with a focus, right? Developing from within. We're going to see those things start to become focuses for teams now going into that new, more penitive CBA. So, hey, let me know what you guys think on that. That is it for today's mailbag episode. Make sure you're following the show at Bull Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullcentralpod at gmail.com. Lastly, you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for the show, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. And like, like 10 every episode on. Go Bulls. Love you guys. See you right if you can, y'all. Peace. This has been a presentation of The Break Break Media. Media.